University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. People, while you sitting up here, drinking your fine liquor, enjoying your games, sitting back, enjoying 4th of July, eating your hot dogs and brisket. 30 years from now, people just fighting, dying for your freedoms. It's so bad that they had to travel back in time <laughs> to, get, to get more people <laughs> to recruit you, <laughs> to, 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 to conscript you. Uh, all you old motherfuckers, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you doing over there? No, you're not. Yeah. Come on, you're drafted. Get, get suit up. Boy, they, some people came back in time with the worst military commercial <laughs> in the middle of a game, middle of a soccer game. <laughs> Won't you fight for the future? <laughs> yeah, that's where we get for the tomorrow war. People just enjoying a nice soccer game and some assholes from the future had to disrupt it and say, you know what, 30 years from now we are you and we're fighting not just for you but for all humanity, for the planet as we know it. Seems like there's some... Uh, is an alien invasion of the worst kind. Now, these are not intelligent aliens. These are wild creatures who are pretty much just a parasite, a disease for this planet, wiping everything out that they can just because they're a bunch of galactic assholes. <laughs> really, they are. They're just like hungry. Hungry. Hungry, Just yeah. hungry and hungry mean and, about and it. and destructive. Yeah. And vindictive. Yeah, that's like somebody grabbing your plate of food. Give me this shit, bitch. Right. By the way, I want you to... (laughs) Just assholes, man. They're just destroying anything within sight. And they're so voracious that they're going to wipe out every living thing on the planet if they're not stopped. Mm. Hence, Chris Pratt, to save the day. He said, no, I still got my good body. (laughs) Still got my abs. He's a guy that pretty much, you know, he... (laughs) Right before the recruitment, the, 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 the recruitment from the future happened, he sat down and said, oh, you know what? I ain't shit. <laughs> he got some bad news. Feeling, he's feeling terrible, almost feeling sorry for himself. He's like, you know what? I just don't have no purpose in life. I'm just a nobody. But he soon learns that he might play a role in the planet's future, a bigger role than he thinks. He might be a more important person than he can ever imagine. Will he actually be able to save the planet and fulfill those wishes and dreams of being somebody, anybody that just has some little impact on this world? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for the tomorrow. I almost I had to mix up with the purge. I almost said the forever tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Don't feel bad about that. <laughs> Why is that? Something I'm going to tell you about this. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go ahead and look at this trailer for the Tomorrow War. 
And we will be back with our review. Boy, they say kids never come by unless they need something. Dad, I need your help. I'll get my coat. 30 years in the future, we are fighting a war. Our enemy is not human, and we are losing. We need you to fight. I will be back, and I love you, Chickpea. Seven days from now, when you're sent into that war, you won't be fighting for your country. You'll be fighting for the world. Is it all right? Yeah. Going to war. Stop talking. Listen. Sorry, I mean, when I'm nervous, I talk. I'm like a 90. Shut the <laughs> fuck up! <laughs> you know what? That's the first thing looking like. You know what? Just, just kill him right here. <laughs> Somebody just put a bullet through his head. <laughs> Shit, he ain't gonna last. And on top of that, he gonna get everybody else killed. <laughs> I talk. I'm like a 90, 97 on the nervous scale. That should be fun. Welcome to the future. You and your unit are now in 2051. They're everywhere. We are food, and they are hungry. Our enemy is smarter, faster, and stronger than you can possibly imagine. You want to see something really dangerous? I feel like literally that's all I've been doing since I got here, but okay. Within the next few weeks, the human species will disappear from the face of the earth. Nothing we do here matters. That's where you're wrong. I don't believe that one bit. Together, we can stop this war from ever happening. This is my opportunity to give this world a second chance. <laughs> second chances are really hard to come by. I'm not gonna hide. I'm gonna fight. It's not even loaded. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not loaded. It's a pressurized cabin. Why would I load it? I don't know what. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well why, why would you make that dramatic speech then? Either? <laughs> don't look at me crazy, y'all. Y'all know I want to do this. <laughs> you can, I wanted them to die the first moment you met him. <laughs> crazy is. Never shut the fuck up. You know, I wish that I could show the first half of this movie the second half before it happens so that they could change it. Because I did not like that second half at all. First half is so good to me, to me. The time travel is interesting. Uh, it has some thought behind the science. I like how age plays into this, man. Uh, you know, they, they, do some, they do a lot of cool things with time travel here. Uh, you know, it, it has to be people over 40 years old. I'm not going to spoil a lot of things for him. Just saying, I'm not going to explain why, but they, uh, they 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 tell you it has to be people 40 or above. And some of those people are fine. Some of those people are physically fit. Some of those people ready. Some of those people going to save the world. Ready to go Rambo on these motherfuckers. And I'm not trying to be ages, but most of those motherfuckers just don't need to be there. 
Well, that was something <laughs> I liked in the beginning as well, is that they show that they've drafted all the people who are professional, who are military, who are experienced, and they've all died. So now they're just picking anybody. And you can see at the beginning, they when we pick this up, all the good people, they gone. Yeah. It's like, you know, you look at these and... It's just a bunch of, like I said, some of them are fine, man, but a lot of these old motherfuckers who are out of shape, don't even, they don't even know where they're going. She just lost. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, we, we, we going the right way? Yeah. She just lost, man. Still in the regular clothes. They, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Khaki pants, cargo shorts. Yeah, and it's just, you look at this, and it's just, you, what they're doing here, and it's just kind of like, you know what, humans are done. Yeah, like, we don't have time to train you. Uh, we just need bodies. Cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah. Something Shit. that will delay the aliens for five minutes. They can't so. even go out there. They don't even do basic training. They tell them, we ain't got time for this. Just go out there and yeah. shoot something. Here's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> just just blast just something. I don't give a fuck. Uh, they got, and the money's there, man. Mm-hmm. The money's here. Oh, yeah. this. They, the, they, they have a lot of great stuff in here, man. The creature design is incredible. I love the creature design here. They look like people that would fuck up the earth. Our creatures that would fuck up. They got, I don't know, they move so fast. I think they got like 20 legs. <laughs> they, they have tentacles that shoot infinite ammo, spikes. They move quickly. Teeth, they ain't even got no lips, so you can see how, <laughs> you can just forever look at their fangs right there, man. Um, and they had a stairwell scene uh, here where people are just trying to, they realize quickly, like, look, we ain't doing nothing. So they just run. And it's, it really is tense. I like the way they yell at each other. Get these motherfuckers, man! <laughs> oh, when I saw this, I was like, man. Hey, they, they, they would fuck those quiet place creatures up, man. You know, they look like something that will actually decimate the planet. I believed in that destruction right there. Uh, cool. They got some really cool uh, uh, set pieces, man. They do something where they just, they accidentally mess up the jump. <laughs> and just, just, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. It's it's just, like, yeah, no wonder all your troops are dying. Yeah, you killed half of them. <laughs> they just drop people in the middle of the city. In the middle of the sky. From, yeah. from 20 stories up. People just... People luck it. They land into a kiddie pool. Yeah, you know, it's some, and Chris Pratt is good. I like Chris Pratt, man. Uh, you know, he carries a lot of the film at the start. He's he's good and he's likable. He's charming, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got, look. He's, he's Chris he's, Pratt. Yeah, it's good. It's, <laughs> yeah, he's doing a job. Look, let's just, let's just call it what it is. It's Star-Lord. <laughs> right? I mean, he's, he's toning it down a lot over what we're used to him sure. doing, but yeah. he, he's still Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah, he's still Chris Pratt, which Chris Pratt is likable. I like yeah. him. Yeah. He comes in in the movie with... I tell you, he comes in with some daddy issues that we see in every movie. And I'm like, I'm tired of these people having daddy. You left me. Yeah, motherfucker. You a yeah, grown man yeah, now, too. Exactly. Everybody's dad left. Shit, hell yeah. Get over it. Everybody's got divorced or left. Shit, motherfucker. How old are you? Almost, you what, you almost 50 years old? Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a party going up to J.K. Simmons in the movie talking about, daddy, daddy, you you left me. And I can't blame J.K. He's like, man, grow the fuck up. Shut up. Yeah, plus he's like, look, I had some issues. I had PTSD. What, yeah. do you, what do you want me to do? Yeah, shut the fuck up. Girl, you, you want me to fucking get you a bottle too? A little, some milk? <laughs> want me to get you a diaper? 
Shut the fuck up. I mean, I ain't trying to be, I'm not trying to be callous here, but all these movies have the same thing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That, to the point where that narrative right there, that is old. That is just, that is a shortcut to get emotional with a character. But I do like Chris Pratt. I don't have anything against him. I think that, uh, uh, you know, him and J.K. Simmons are actually pretty good together, man. They, uh, and, they, they are good together. Yeah. I had watched some of this on Wednesday night when mm-hmm. we came in to do the show. And I almost talked about just a little bit I'd watched. And the way the whole conscription worked, the way they drafted people, I was like, wow, that's kind of intense. And then he has that scene with uh, J.K. Simmons. And I was like, you know what? I, yeah, I'm like you. I don't like the whole daddy issues thing. But I was like, but this is a really good scene between the two of them. And J.K. Simmons, he's all jacked. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see yeah, more of this. <laughs> and I was going to talk about like, man, you got to watch this. This is cool. It's just that when I got home later and started watching more of it, I was like, ooh, I'm glad I kept my mouth shut. Man, let me tell y'all something. Let me, I'm, I'm going to the good stuff right here. Because I'm about to talk some shit. I, look, I usually wait, but I'm about to talk some shit on this movie right here, man. Fuck with my emotions like this. They... Chris Pratt actually is what I like about his performance is that there's a scene where he gets some bad news and anybody who's at the anybody who's ever received a rejection letter, a rejection call, anywhere from like a girl to a job, I felt I felt what I saw him doing right yeah. there. I was yeah. like, all right, he's doing really good at that, man. So he sold that whole thing of the guy that wants to be more. You rooted for him as a guy who really who you thought really should uh who you wanted him to achieve. Um even uh, and even the, you know the first half. As much as I like it, like I said, it has those issues right there. I already told you, Sam Richardson, that character, he jokes too much. It's you know they they want to have somebody who relieves the tension, but what he was doing was too much, yep, and too often, and and it was almost like he was taking it not to comedy relief, but just straight up comedy. Yeah, and you're like, man, we've been in like this. And you're telling jokes right now. This is inappropriate. You're ruining the tension. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, Chris had something. Yeah, man. I thought it was. I thought he was funny. <laughs> I, I, I really liked him. I really loved his rapport with Chris Pratt. It's funny because you guys are saying like, ah, oh, it was it was so tense. Yeah, these scenes are meant to be tense with the you know with the aliens and everything like that. It's all it's all great. But I don't know. The, the premise is just so obviously goofy, and the time travel and time travel in every sci-fi film is stupid. The more you try to explain, like I love in this film. That, you know, when it comes to the time travel, they don't go, you know, the full 10 yards trying to explain. They don't do a Christopher Nolan where it's like, well, it's, you see, if we do this piece of paper and, and the time travel is actually, you know, if we had the, the closest thing if we move it like this, is like, I don't give a fuck. You know, they just said there's a big fucking electrical pylon and that's what brings you back uh, to, to, to the future. I'm like, I, I love that. I loved how goofy this movie was and just didn't really care about the science. I, I was having fun with it. And I, the characters I thought were representative well, before, of you know, I'm going to let y'all get into, because we're going to get into some of these issues. I can see we're going to talk about it. I just want to get through some of these good things because I want you to know that I don't I'm not trying to hate on this just to hate it. I'm, but I gotta let you know I'm with Martin. I hate the babbling the babbling scared guy who's constantly cracking jokes just because they want to have comedy it's, relief. It's become a trope. It's beca- that is and, become and, and a trope. And I don't even hate Sam Richardson. I'm, I'm kind of on your side yeah. but I don't like this trope being overused the way it is. I don't like the writing for him either. Just, I don't mind him babbling and making jokes. I just felt like it was placed at the wrong time. You know, um also, uh, Chris Pratt in this, uh, like I say, I like Chris Pratt, but uh, some scenes where it's like, they, you know, they, 
they, they want to put some eye candy in there for people because Chris Pratt still got abs and everything. Because they got a scene they're talking about, sir, could you roll up your sleeve? And he just starts taking off his shirt. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, yeah. now that, that really doesn't happen. But it's like, there's a scene where he needs to stick his arm in the machine. He don't need to take that shirt off no, like I that. I know. <laughs> and they, they, they seem to make a point of going like, hey, look, he's got his body back. Come on. Yep. Hey, he's, hey, he's still fine. Uh, but, you know, th- there's even a point in the movie where it would start to go downhill for him because... There's a time where this movie just turns into, it turns into a shooter. It turns into a video game shooter, man. Where they, uh, you know, they're just going in and just shooting as many aliens as they can. And the cleverness disappears. And they're just shooting things. Then comes this twist. And I'm not going to say what it is. comes this twist. And it's like, all right, that's a little coincidental. But that's very interesting. And I definitely want to see where that goes. And it gets better where that is. It says, you know... It's emotional. It keeps doing things that catches me off guard. It's like, goddamn, tomorrow war, you just full of surprises, ain't you? I'm actually having fun with it. Uh, and at a moment where it kind of dropped for me a little bit. At this moment, I'm just, I'm into it. I'm like, shit, tomorrow war, nice party, <laughs> bang, man. Bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. Shit, I'm having a good time. And the movie's like, well, that's too fucking bad. Everybody, get the fuck out. <laughs> huh? You got 30 minutes to drink up. Get the fuck out. It's... It, the last 45 minutes of this movie, after all this good shit I've been having fun with, they just rush through that to the point where they ain't thinking, they ain't really trying to think about anything that was remotely as clever as they were doing before. The movie's two hours and 18 minutes. So maybe, you know, that's a good run right there. But for the last, that's a, 45 minutes is a good chunk where, you know, before the first half had, the first half had cool time travel, action scenes, good Creature designs, all that shit just drained their brains because whatever they were doing for that, that's gone the second half. You know, how do, how do we defeat the creatures? How do we, sh- I don't give a fuck. Just get this over with, man. Just shut up. I want to go. I, that's the way I actually felt by this. You know, they, everything is explained by coincidence, something really corny, or just, or luck, or just not explain it at all. <laughs> hey, you figure it out. Uh, I could, you know, for me to tell you these things would, would be to spoil things for you. And maybe those things don't bother some people. And that's cool. Because it does move the movie along if they don't have to do it, you know. But uh, for me, those things that weren't explained were, were just so bad to points that it didn't even make sense for the movie. And I know you remember this. There's a scene where they got the solution to kill all the aliens. They have the answer. And the government has spent all this money, wasted all these lives on trying to kill these creatures. And the moment somebody says, I got it, the government says, no, nah, that's too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. This, uh, it's too bad because there's some good stuff in here. But, you know, this is why I let y'all have it, man. I want to hear what y'all have to say because it sounds like you guys and maybe me are on two <laughs> different opinions right here. I don't know. Maybe we are all coming in at, at different places. Yeah, yeah well, maybe we are. I can only say for myself that... Uh-oh, setting the glass. You, you motherfuckers. Let me tell you. Let let me say a few things here. And then you guys can say what your your piece. Uh, Listen, I think with the movie, when it was being goofy, when it was being funny, when it was just like, yeah, who gives a shit about the science? Because anytime these types of films over-explain the science, a la Christopher Nolan and Interstellar, they become so unintentionally funny and ridiculous that I can't even stick with it. 
You know, like this one's like we we're just gonna have fun. Or is this gonna be a straight up alien shoot 'em up? You you said it was a video game. Yes, it is, and I think it embraces that. When it gets serious, when we have the whole plot line with Chris Pratt and I always mispronounce her name, but Yvonne Strahovski. Strahovski. I'm like, that's when it slows down. That's like, I don't need any of this. This, this 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 report before I don't think they had even the the, the best chemistry. Real, Chris. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought <laughs> it, it fe- if that that felt dry, that felt trite, and you can you can guess what what you know what what that all is. And I'm just like, okay, let's let's get back to the action. Let's let's get back to the report he had with his his squad because that's the that's what I love about this movie. The whole premise it's just it's a bunch of forty schlubby year olds. Uh, you know, office drones, soccer moms being forced to do these tasks, which they are not qualified at all. And that's where the movie is is at its, its strongest point. And then it stops. Just a, they have to have that emotional moment for the next 35 to 40 minutes. And then after that's done, it's like, all right, I, I agree. They fast track all that shit. But I like that they went full goofy with it, where they do a little callback. Where it's like, and it's the smallest little thing that they set up. But it's like, all right, you know what? I'm fine. Because that's the tone that this movie should have kept the entire time. This, these really cool horror action scenes along with these guys. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, that, and for that, I was fun. I thought it had a, had a very strong first third, second first. And a third, I can go away with. Thank you. It was too boring. Too take it, taking itself way too seriously. And the first third, it's like it was a little too quick. But hey, it was a fun action scene, and I really liked it. Okay, so um, <laughs> so I I also saw it in thirds. Mm-hmm. And like I said, by the time it got to the end of that first third, when I came in here, I almost was going to tell you like, man, you got to watch this shit. It's getting interesting. But I still had problems with it. Uh, the mm-hmm. the way like the the initial setup was fine. But that scene where the soldiers interrupt the, the big World Cup game to come in and say, we need you all here. I was like, this just looks like Beyonce's Super Bowl <laughs> show. Why would anybody take this shit seriously? They fast track all that so yes. much. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, okay. Suddenly, this is news that's changing the world. And y'all are like just wrapping it up in 10 minutes. It takes a lot to make that believable. Matter of fact, a lot of of the bad sci-fi action movies do that where they have something that's world changing and they just rush through it Uh and I was like all right it's kind of a bad sign but hey I'm endeared to the characters already uh the the whole way they're handling the draft that's intense Uh I'm digging that like I said him and him and his dad and then when they get to the the second half where they're I agree with you I like that his camaraderie with the other guys who are not military people even though he is and them on that world trying to trying to fight these aliens and all that was cool. When it gets to the drama with uh, Ivan Strahovski, I was like, "All right, this is not only slowing down, this is tired yeah. and and not handled that well." I agree. Mm-hmm. The the third act was just goofy as fuck. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense. Like like, <laughs> the, like like the whole idea where you're like, "Hey, we know what to do." Nah, we don't even want to do that. It's like, wait a minute. Y'all y'all are doing a big, you rushed to, to spend all the resources, and now when it takes a little to really get things done, this pushback, it's... Now you're going to say no? Yeah, now you're <laughs> going to say no. Um, the thing is, uh, uh, the thing that bothered me the most, besides the, the quick changing in tones, because Sam Richardson I found funny more often than not, but at the same time, it was almost like if he did something I thought was funny and I laughed, they went, oh, you like that? Well, he's going to do it some more then. Hey, Sam, keep keep going. And I was like, no, now you ruined it. It makes sense that you were nervous and told a joke out of being nervous. But isn't that, there's actually no reason you should even still be alive, to be honest with you. Um, but honestly, what, what bothered me the most throughout this whole production 
was how much it was just a ripoff of other things. Yeah. Like you made that comparison to the creatures in A Quiet Place. Yeah. Like the biggest movie this rips off, and it, it bothered me that I didn't catch on to it till the third act. This movie is a big fucking ripoff of Independence Day. And no coincidence that it's coming out on Independence Day weekend. Like when you get to that third act, I was like, this is total, I, this, this is so that movie, I'm mad at myself that I didn't see it before. And, and even, uh, even like, you know, having this comedy bits in there, it's like, I see what you're doing. And even the creatures, they look like a cross between A Quiet Place and the creatures from Independence Day. Like, like all this is so fucking calculated. And they're trying to be that, that fun, rah-rah movie, we got to stop the aliens. But also, when you almost called this the forever something, total coincidence, a new book I checked out from the library, uh, uh, just an audio book to listen to, which I didn't start the Forever I was War? Over. Yes. Yeah. Yes, The Forever War. And it is about uh, the Earth being uh, an alien invasion in the future where they have to get people from the past mm. and bring them to the future to fight it. Is this, maybe this is based on that. No, <laughs> it's not. I, I was, because as I was listening to it, I was like, wait, is this based on that? Because I, I even looked that up and I was like, no, no, they just thought, hey, what a cool concept. Let's use that without paying for it. Wow. Well, that definitely is a rip. Because I don't, you know, the stuff that, I, I agree with you on a lot of things. Uh, I, I, I don't think that I see just them ripping off Independence Day because I see a lot of stuff in here. And I don't mind that. I mean, the creatures from A Quiet Place could actually be traced back to some other creatures. And when I, everything kind of feeds on each other. I don't think it's blatantly ripping off one thing except for what you said. If that's true, you know, that's, a, that's some bullshit that they did to that. Wow, you know. big. Uh, so I don't mind that. I don't mind. Uh, there's so many things. I mean, I see everything. I see aliens in here. That scene on the stairwell, that was, that was aliens. I'm not going to hold it against the movie for doing that. But, you know, there's a... But there's, you know, it's just, like I said, it's, it, it, it's lazy to me. It's just lazy when you start to not try to connect things. Because I think, to, to, you know, to your point, I think that if the movie had kind of kept that tone throughout, if it had been that yeah. goofy throughout, I would have been like, all right. I would have too. Yeah, I would have been like, I can accept this. Yeah. But it was such a good setup in the beginning and then dropped it to just, I, I, you know, you saw goofiness, and that's cool. What I saw was them just really not thinking it through, and they didn't want to. I mean, look, y'all, they. I wish I could tell you what it is, and I can't tell. I'm, gonna try, I'm just trying because all y'all, I'm being so vague. Let me just say they decide to go somewhere and look for something that nobody knows exists, and when they get there, they find it just like that. No, 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 no research, no questions. They get machinery and equipment and just can fly wherever with all this stuff that we don't know how they it's got that. It's located in one of, if not the biggest land masses in the world. In the world. And they just <laughs> kick up a little bit. Oh, shit. Got it. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's a, they, things like that, man. It, they need... There's something that has to do with volcanoes, and they're just kind of like, they ask the question, where can we find a volcano specialist? 
like, are you fucking kidding me? I know. Go to any fucking university? No, we got to go to this one goofball over here. Oh, fuck you, man. Wait, no, no, no. I know this high school kid. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> and that's the thing. If the movie had been a comedy the whole time, yeah. I'd, I'd go with it. Like, yeah. fine, fine. That's, I, would, yeah, sure. I would too, man. I would too. But, but I yeah, mean, when I you mean, ask that question, where can we find a volcano specialist? <laughs> it, it tries to get dramatic and, and emotional at times. And I'm like, yeah, it's when it stumbles. Don't you dare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Pick a lane, man. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Like, because I like some of the dramatic stuff that they were doing until they dropped the ball on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like they, like that's what I said. They introduce something like that's interesting, mm-hmm. and then that shit just goes off the rails, man. And I can't get none of this shit right. And I don't even hate the movie. They have a, they have a, a, a at the end, cool fight scene. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but at the end they have a really amazing fight scene. Um, and you also get a lot of uh, J.K. Simmons near the end, and I like him, even though his story don't make any goddamn sense here either. But um, he's always good with it in it, whatever he's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not going to talk some material. Oh yeah. yeah, he does. And I ain't talking shit about him because he could beat my ass. He's, he's oh, hell jacked, yeah, man. He he is. God damn, y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't. talk shit about J.K. Simmons. No. no, he was great in the movie. He was the best thing in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me right, J.K. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and you are cool. He's looking at you. <laughs> I don't think you're serious. <laughs> Man, I couldn't be you more fucking serious. with me? <laughs> I only watched it for you. <laughs> Shit, fucked on a chair. He threw them hands on you. <laughs> you better be back with fucking with J.K. Simmons. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I got scared and lost my train of thought right here because I'm looking at him. Oh, whoa, that's what I was going to say. And I would give, I would give credit to the director, the director, Chris McKay. Hmm. His directorial debut. Directorial, well, for live action. For live action, yeah. He's also sexy too. No, yeah, you know, like <laughs> Take the picture. <laughs> you cool, but you got a, a Captain America tattoo. That's cool. <laughs> got some alien tattoos. Over yeah, there, he, yeah, he yeah. sure does. That's, no, that's Catwoman. He got Catwoman. Oh, it's Catwoman. Catwoman. That was an alien. Oh, you thought that was, oh, that's something cool like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> that damn Catwoman. <laughs> but no, you know, I give him credit, man, because he he directed a lot of things that were very different from what he did here. Like he directed the Batman Lego movie, mm-hmm. uh, Lego Batman. Yeah. He also did some stuff on Adult Swim, like a lot of robot chicken, more oral and robot chicken right here, and and if some of this had been like I I almost wish like uh. He should have used toys. Yeah, exactly. He should have. Because the second motion. Loved it. Oh, yeah, because the second half of this movie is a goddamn robot chicken episode. Even that chicken is shaking his head. Man, that's way too much, man. You're making this too easy, man. Listen, the production is very good. And as I keep saying, the setup in the first half, I enjoyed I enjoyed the first half very much. My wife and I, we were like, you know, this is not great, but because I watched this in halves. I, I watched it in thirds. Watching it in thirds. Like, we watched the first half, and we ended it at that twist right there. And we were saying, you know what? This is not great or anything, but, man, this is good. This is really good. This is a lot of fun. And, I, and we were admiring how smart some of it is. They actually had some smart science fiction. Um, it's set up with a very good script in the first half, and on that second half, they just took them pages and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all write this shit. <laughs> we got the, we gonna, what we're gonna do, we're gonna film the notes. <laughs> it's 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 a letdown. It's lazy. Yeah. It's rushed that second half. It's but you know what? It's a mildly enjoyable experience watching it from home. 
Uh, so I give it a rental. I don't hate it. I have fun with it. It's a rental for me. Because of the, the good part, especially the setup, uh, I, I also felt like it was a rental. Uh, it was just one where the longer it went on, I didn't hate it, but I did like it less and less. Uh, where it almost kind of made me mad that it made me like it so much <laughs> at first. I was like, man, we really had something going here, me and you. And I feel like you just kind of, you act like you're going to the bathroom and I got stuck with the bill at the restaurant. Um, but, yeah, you know, watching it at home, it's, it's enjoyable. But uh, honestly, it, it is like, it, it, it became clear to me that it, it just wants to be the new Independence Day. Yeah. All right, Christopher, Juicy Herman, you get the last word. Yeah. It, it, it stumbles when it tries to be self-serious. I think that second, third, when it just really slows down, it becomes the Chris Pratt and the Yvonne Stravosky show. Sure. Uh, so am I saying her name again? Yeah, I mean, no, whatever, whatever name. Yeah. You know who you are. Uh, then I, then I'm like, all right. And then, then, then the kind of the stupid stuff kind of goes at the, the, the at the, at the forefront. But when it was just trying to be goofy, when I think it was just trying to have fun. It was about about a bunch of forty schlubby year olds fighting aliens. Like, I like this. It should have kept this tone. And the third act does a lot of convenient things. I agree, but <laughs> visually. Really, really impressive. Really fun. The chemistry between the actors is all there. It's just that it doesn't have a great story. I think it's uh, well at home on Amazon, and I definitely think it's worth watching. Give it like a low matinee. Low matinee. All right, then. All right. We're not too far from each other. Oh, really? On this. Yeah. Except you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, I'm, you know, I'm joking. I, I can, no, I definitely see how, yeah, I, de yeah, no, I, I definitely it. see how you can enjoy it. I definitely it. see how anybody can enjoy it. I think also, like I said, man, uh, uh, watching it on Amazon, where is, which is where it is, I think there's a lot to be enjoyed here. I can see why you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. No, I definitely, definitely see. I mean, they definitely spent money on it. Yeah, yeah, it's money's there. No, I can definitely see why somebody would enjoy this. So, just not for me, but I see why other people like it. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into. It was supposed to be in theaters. Did Amazon just buy it? I guess so. I mean, it's got that kind of money that makes it look like it was supposed to be in theaters. Okay, I can see that. Well. If it wasn't theaters, it would be some old bullshit. There. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good thing that didn't happen. <laughs> Review. Boy, they say kids never come by unless they need something. Dad, I need your help.